Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Forever Dog. Hi, we're back. It's Thursday now. Oh my God. Wow. It is. It is Thursday. Isn't that like funny how that works, Days? It's so crazy. It's insane. Here with Caitlin Riley. Hi. Um, God, a lot has happened since I last saw you, but Caitlin is um, (laughs) arguably one of the funniest people online, like somebody who really gives me joy in a way that other people who are considered funny do not. So that's... oh. I'd love to know who you think isn't funny. Um, that's going to be a post-show convo. Okay, great. I don't like hate anybody, but they're just people who like don't really, I don't like LOL. You know what I mean? I don't, I just kind of watch and I go, all right. Yeah. Most of my life is like that. Yeah. Like I, I the last thing that made me laugh out loud hard was uh, this week in the Real Housewives of Potomac. Do you watch it? No, but we need to unpack Housewives. Okay. Well, I will just say before we do that, and I also, we had a teaser question that um, there's okay. a parrot named T'Challa on it. Did you know? Oh, that? <laughs> wait, I <laughs> hold on. <clears throat> I do not watch Potomac, but I have seen the clips of the parrot T'Challa yeah. and I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I need to know what's going on. Um, well, this week 
the thing that I was literally crying laughing from was the girls killed like this huge roach and some of them locked themselves in a room because they were scared, which I get. And uh-huh. after it died, they like cracked the door open and were like clearly so nervous. Like, is it gone? Is it gone? And from behind T'Challa flew at them. I literally <laughs> thought, <laughs> I thought I was going to pass out. I'm like, that bird is my favorite working comedian. It was so, they literally lost their shit. <laughs> it was so funny. Anyways, I'm here with Caitlin Riley. Follow her online at Hi Caitlin Riley. Um, you you said that your dad was a soap opera actor. I never knew that about you, by the yes. way. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's not something I just like come out with. Right. It's like, hi. Hey. Here. Here it is. May I ask um, his name or do you feel weird about that? No, no, no. His uh, name is John Riley. And what's interesting about that is that my dad is not John C. Riley, but my dad is the reason why John C. Riley has the C. I love that story. So have you ever met John C. Riley or no? No, I haven't. I do love I him. He's great. I love John C. Riley. I have to think, because I feel like the 80s and 90s were the heyday of the soaps. Like they just, mm-hmm. everybody was gorgeous on them. It was kind of dynasty energy. Did your dad bring like other soap stars around the house or other famous people? How, do you have any memories of that growing up? Oh, yeah. I mean, so I was born in 1989. My dad was he was on general hospital for a long time and he was on general hospital, I think from like 85 to 96. Wow. Okay. Um, and then what did he play? Was he like a surgeon on it? He, no, he played a detective and his name was Sean Donnelly and he played a detective and it was like, he was there for the Luke and Laura days. Like Luke and Laura was huge. Hello. The biggest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Scorpio, like him and Scorpio, Scorpio is a big character. They were like detectives together, but I was so young during that time that I don't remember anything. Right. But then my dad in the early to late two thousands, uh, was on passions. Oh my God. Your dad was on passions. Why do you freak out about that? Are you kidding me? Because passions is like, it's like it's stepping into of- a fun house of cuckoo-ness. No, he was the bad guy. He was, he was, the I can't Alistair get over Crane. this. Oh my he God. He was like the mean, the mean, like mayor. He was the bad guy. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. This is like, this to me is, I'm now starstruck. Like before I was like, oh, that's cool that your dad's an actor. He was the bad guy in Passions to me. Like I worked at Best Week Ever for many years. We would always post clips from Passions. Oh, because I know. Yes. And I watched that show in high school. I was obsessed. And there were so many times that Passions would come up and it would just be, it would make me so happy. There was- I would be embarrassed, but also delighted. You have to feel happy. I mean, that is the funniest thing. So did you ever get to go to the passion set? A couple of times. <gasps> and then it's just wild. So my dad's dressing room was right next to the, the monkey's old dressing room. Wow. Yeah. Like Mickey Dolan's and everything. Did you see any monkey merch? No, never that. I was also in high school and college during this time. So I was like busy learning. Um, <laughs> as busy growing as a young woman. Um, but, uh, I met Donald Trump at this NBC after party for something. My dad took me to this party and Donald Trump showed up and I said hi to him. And that was the same night that I saw Zach Braff and Mandy Moore. That's when they were dating. They were there. That's exciting. And I was like 17. I just like was obsessed with the both. I was like, oh, to be young and in love. Um, <laughs> what a funny pairing to Zach and Mandy. It kind of makes sense. Wild. Though. Yeah. I know, it, I know. It, it clicks. 
Yeah. It was like 2006, 2005, 2006, that vibe. I, you know, it's funny when you said that you met Donald Trump, I was sure that the story was going to be, and he asked for my number and I had to tell him I was 17. I'm, I'm almost, dare I, I say, imp- I'm impressed that he actually didn't go there with you. I'm shocked. I know I was bummed out. Um, yeah. I wish I had a juicier story. He had Melania was there. Melania was there. Mm-hmm. She is so tall. Um, and, uh, they had security around them. So they just sort of this, like just this party of like tall, large people glided uh, through the room and then they disappeared. I don't like that. They're giving tall people such a bad name as a fellow Jai Jai. Like I, I like being like, Jai Jai. I like being like a nice Jai Jai, like, you know, kind of, I know that You're when a I, good Jai Jai. that's nice of you to say that I know that when I meet people, I can frighten them sometimes. And so mm-hmm. I, especially small people. So I, I'm really like, um, do you know that Instagram account dogs eating gently? Do you know that one? Where it's, no. it's dogs who are so sweet and they take food, like they just gum food. So instead of grabbing, oh, yes. they just like yes. take a cracker. That's how I am when I meet tiny people. Cause I don't want them to think that I'm some like intense, you know, scary person. Um, and it works. How, was, how tall are you? I'm six foot one. That's okay. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I'm I'm good with that. I'm just saying that if I sometimes meet people like five one, five feet, you know, I don't want them to think I'm being braggy about my height just skeletally. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. hi, like I'm really nice, you know. Yeah, trying to make yourself as small as possible. Yes, not this. Uh, yes, I would say, or yeah. like being funny. You know, I'm always like, I'm nice. You know, that's very much my energy. Unless you right. turn on me, and then I'm like, it's, it's true yin and yang, like. Mm-hmm really sweet, but can also really, I really carve a boundary out lately. Do you find that your boundaries have changed, uh, in coronavirus with oh, yeah. friends and no, my, family? Absolutely. So I have little to no threshold for bullshit. Uh, <laughs> that was a beautiful gang sign you just threw out. I just wanted the listener to know, cause they can't see it. I don't know what gang it was for, oh, but I, I like it. I forget. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I thought I had an audience. Um, no, I just, my, it's really bad. My temper is like super high these days. I just, I, um, I actually had, I, I posted this on Twitter, but I had food delivered to me recently. And I mean, I used to be a food delivery driver and it's a thankless job and it's awful. Who'd you drive for? Like um, Postmates? No, it was this like independent company called Why Cook. And it was like food delivery before Postmates and like Grubhub existed. Um, but this was a Grubhub driver and he showed up outside of my apartment door without a mask on. And I don't like so it. He, no. I don't like it. I don't like it. And you're like at a high risk job and you're seeing a bunch of people yeah. like not from, but for your safety, like, ugh. so I texted the number that was connected to the order, which is his number technically. And I texted his number and I said, Hey man, I just need to let you know you have to wear a mask when delivering food to people. And I didn't want to be an asshole and I wasn't trying to be, but I just, I had to call it out because it just seemed crazy. And then he proceeded to call me and leave the most insane voicemail I've ever heard. Do you still have it? Yes. Can we listen to it? Yes. Wait, I'm excited. Can I, before you play it, this is so fun, by the way. I didn't know we were going to be multimedia today. Um, no, me too. Was he, I have a few questions though, because I have to tell you something that I do and I'm, this conversation may have actually snapped me out of this because I order delivery all the time and mm-hmm. I have very long arms. I have a six foot, four inch wingspan, Caitlin. So I have wow. like a three, I, yeah, I 
it's, I have no athletic ability. So God has truly like laughed and cursed me, but, <laughs> but I, I don't, if I'm in my door, I like hide behind the door and like hold my arm out and I don't put a mask on. And I got to tell you that I am an asshole and I should, I, I, I well, never think about thing. it. Yeah. I, I mean, you should, it, it, the, the lapse of judgment is more understandable for you because you're in your home. Does that make sense? It does, but it's, it, you, and I I, mean, that's how I think too. Cause I'm very anal about the masks and I've yelled at people to cover their nostrils. Like I'm, I love mm-hmm. policing masks, but, um, I, how can I be so hypocritical? So I actually, you taught me. Right. So wait, he left you. I cannot wait to hear this voicemail. Does he curse yeah. you out? Is it like violent? No, it is. Okay. It is the, it is beautiful. It is mansplaining at its best. It is lunacy at its best. <laughs> it is just it. Like I literally listened to it in, in joy. I was so excited that this had happened to me. I'm like really nervous. I hate mansplainers so much. All right. Are you ready? I'm so oh. ready. Okay. Go. I'm okay. nervous. All right. Uh, hi, Kevin. I just got a text from you uh, regarding the delivery issue, which you're claiming is the fact that I didn't wear a mask. To be honest, I did forget to put it on. Uh, but to, I don't actually believe I'm like legally required to wear a mask when I deliver your food. That's only when I go to pick it up from a restaurant, which should make sense to you. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I just would appreciate next time if you, you know, had an issue, just call Grubba. You know what I mean? Don't don't tell me what I can and can't do when you're not even factually correct. So mm-hmm. um, enjoy your night. Mm. Wow. You know what though? Like, uh, yeah. that was like, if we were to remake Michael Douglas's falling down today, that message would play moments before he like shot up a post office. Like that man is dealing with some deep anger sure. and frustration and yeah. probably hates his job. Like, and I can't imagine well, it's fun. Yeah. I-, I freaked out because I, a part of me was like, I really don't want to be a dick. Um, I'm sure he's like stressed out. But then the other part of me is like, just wear a mask. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, Like fuck off a little bit. He's a real piece of shit. I'm not, I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying like those anger issues, like I, and I'm guessing he's a white guy just by my, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but Mm -hmm. by the tone with which he took with you, He had real like straight white male shitty energy where it probably also drove him nuts that some girl who's having her food delivered is going to impede on his freedom. So he was going to leave you this message to be a little asshole, which is what see. That's the the opposite of Adam driver energy right there. That man has a small little dick because no man with a big dick would care enough. The tiniest miniature, the tiniest. But here's the thing. I love how in the voicemail, he's like, just call grandpa. Like I was actually trying not to call your boss. I was trying to just text you and be like, Hey man, just like, you got to wear a mask, dude. That's all. Can I be I honest? Was, like, super nice about it. You were being nice. nice he it. was being a dick. And let me add that. I think we both deserve a Grubhub promo code from this. Cause now, I deserve free food for life, free food for life. And now my energy is ruined from it. I actually never use Grubhub. I go to seamless, even though they're owned by the exact same people. I always get a little bit, um, I don't know. I always get a little bit like, "Mm, I like seamless better. I'm a very strange girl in that way. Uh, Hmm. You told your Donald Trump story. Wait, were there any other celebrity stories though that you're hiding from me? Because I feel like Um, there might be one. Oh, I have a Justin Hartley story. I know that everyone hates him right now. Do they? Yes. Because of Chantel or whatever her name is. Chrishell. Do you not watch Selling Sunset? Okay. You need to do that today. 
like all of it today. I accept the tone that you're delivering to me. I accept yeah. it with open arms. I yeah. tried to watch it starting at the first season. I cranked it up. And I think this is the difference between you and I. This is for me, the difference between LA and New York. I lived in okay. LA for five years. Those people on that show are why I left. Oh, they're awful. Absolutely. The worst. Yeah. And so for me, it was almost triggering to have to go back into this, you know, into those kind of taut, blonde, just kind of vapid. Um, I know that his ex-wife apparently is very lovely on the show from what I've heard, but she smiles a lot. Yeah. I, why should I, I watch her. it? Pitch it to me. It's just, it's, it's sort of like a Petri dish. It's sort of like this fascinating, I mean, the people are off, like there are, I mean, I love housewives more than anything in the world. Um, Same. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's sort of like that, but it like cranked up because these people are insane. And so it's this mixture of like LA baby. It's the life, even though that's not what LA is. <laughs> yeah. And I'm from here and it just, it drives me crazy where it's like, this is LA baby. It's like, no, you're mentally ill. <laughs> like it's that, just- but people go to LA for that. I mean, you should know that better than anyone that I yes. always felt like 75 to 80% of the people there were really nice. They're always nice. Like it's never, you know, I never had any like issues in that sense, but when it's like nice energy coming out of a literal hot airbag, I'm like, this is meaningless to me. Like, I don't care if you're nice or not nice. I need there to be a soul behind that. Otherwise I disconnect completely, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a a bummer. It's like when you're going out or if you go to a party, I mean, I know a lot of comedians and a lot of uh, actors, actors are the worst people in the world. (laughs) We are terrible people. Um, go on, but, but yeah, no, no, no. Wait, like why, you, why do you say that though? Just cause they're self-centered and self-centered. They take themselves too seriously. Um, like my biggest thing is self-awareness. I'm almost too self-aware to a fault where like I get anxious and I, I don't know how to function or like have a conversation. Yeah. Um, like, I'm like that too. Sometimes I think it's a sign of intelligence and also thinking yeah. ahead too much. It's like you get ahead of yourself sometimes too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, just actors, like there's so many pet peeves I have with actors on social media where it's like posting their self tapes or, um, or like posting self tape bloopers where it's like, Oh God, what's the line <laughs> behind the scenes? Like no one gives a <laughs> shit about your fucking self tape, David. <gasps> You, oh my wait, God. you know that that's your next TikTok, right? Have you ever yes. done that? That is so no, I'm dying. I'm hilarious. Dying. You just did it. It's <laughs> at, self-tape outtakes is such a funny concept. That's it. I'm what so glad you came you up with think, that here. Yeah. What makes you think I want to, I, for, first of all, you're not working anyway. Okay. Neither am I. It's fine. No one here is working except read like the me top to 2%. Read me to filth. Yeah, I'm listening. It's true though. Yeah. None of us are working. But, um, are there no, I, th- I think shows are coming back slowly from friends who have they acting are. jobs, yeah. but I self tapes for me. Cause I'm not a good actress. Here's something people don't know about me. I, in high school, I was fine. All the windows break in my apartment. I did like speech and debate. <laughs> I did forensics and then I just never acted again. And I have one agent. Cause you know, obviously I do like hosting stuff, whatever, but he's always like, you gotta, you know, they'll send me parts and girl, it is always the same damn part. I mean, I'm like, as a tall woman, I wore my waspiest turtleneck for you because of your wasp mom. I purposefully put this on because it's so like middle aged. I should have worn something waspy too. I know this felt so like 48. I was like, I'll wear this. Um, no, you look great. I am the best. But 
but no, I always get like moms of six or like fat singles or fat uh, singles, fats, like spinsters, moms of six or lesbians. There's like three, like I'm always, I'm telling you that is it. Or like quick talk in New York, whatever. And for each part, I'm like, okay, like let's do it. And I do these self tapes and it's just the most painful having to memorize these lines and then to do it. But I cannot do it by yourself. Do you tape them by yourself? I usually have to rope people into coming over and so, doing it. How do you do that? So I'm a crazy person and I, I, I get anxious when I have to act in front of people in a small setting. So auditioning is the worst thing in the world, by the way, it is right. And, and I think I like, I can't explain to you my level of anxiety. Like it is, I, I hate it with a burning passion. I'm like, I, like, I promise I can do it. Just give it to me. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, (laughs) but, uh, it's been working out for me because I'll I'll set up my system and then I'll have my boyfriend on over FaceTime and he'll just read the lines to me. So I'm just like, no one's watching me. I can do it in my own time. And it's been great. See, that actually sounds nice. Uh, When he, when I lived in LA, he would send me out on auditions. Um, spoiler alert. I got none. But I would go into the room. Okay. I mean, it's fine. I mean, but by the way, it's weird. I think if it was like hosting stuff, it would hurt because I feel like I'm good at it. And so then it would be mm-hmm. like, all right. But for acting, I used to go in. I don't know if I've told this story here before. So forgive me because I have like eight stories left in a pandemic. But I'd go <laughs> in and there'd be like all like the, you know, bookers and all these like casting people. And I would make them die laughing. I'm, you know, I'd be like, hello. I'd come in such an idiot, like true clown energy. And then they'd be like, great, let's start. And so I'd have to do the lines and be like, where do you think you're going? I mean, it was awful. Oh God, no, I, I was awful. No. And then I would, I would stop. Literally, I would stop and go, don't hire me. I had the best time. Thank <laughs> you guys so much. Don't hire me. I had fun. And my agent had to call me to be like, you have to stop saying don't hire me. Like they're telling me <laughs> like you're That's putting hilarious. bad energy into their brains. And I go, yeah, but they weren't going to hire me. So isn't it funny if I acknowledge that I know I'm bad? Like I'm self-aware enough, like we were saying to know that I'm just not good right. at it, you know? What's so funny to me is, is the action of the, of you leaving. And then the casting director being like, listen, she said that we shouldn't hire her. And I just like that, that action is the funniest part to me. The fact that they called and let your agent know that that's what you said is hilarious. Yeah. Instead of taking it as like the joke that it clearly, you know, kind of was, it was like, you know, she really should. She's not going to work in this town if she has that attitude. (laughs) Like, fuck you. There were times when I actually had like callbacks and on my life, I, this is how damaged I am. I was like, they're calling me back because I'm so bad that they're, they're like, it's like fun for them to watch me (laughs) suck. Like, cause they make it funny. Yeah. Bring her in. There was some, I don't even want to say what show, but there was a show where like, again, it was the part was like mean middle-aged manager. Like that's another, you know, again, six foot one, they're not going to hire me as like the Olsen twin part or you and I are not competing for the same roles put it that way right Mm -hmm. so I went in and it was a singing um it was a singing show but you're a singer well there was a room full this was oh my god I'm sure you've been to this place somewhere in like Burbank or something and there was like a whole waiting room full of people you know and I you're gonna hate this so much and I went in I'm trying to remember what I sang I think it was like it's all coming back to me now it was something hilarious so everyone's like quiet. It's so quiet. And then I come through and you know, I'm so fucking loud. And I'm like, there were nights when the wind like singing no. so loud. And they, we were like crying, laughing. The, the talent people were so funny. I sang the walls were shaking. And when I opened the door, it was like, there were just skeletons. Like they, they didn't have any flesh left. I was like, good luck you guys. <laughs> 
Nobody was louder than me. I was like, I'm going to fucking blow the roof off this place. Lucky guys. I fucking booked it. (laughs) So funny to me. (laughs) Oh my God. Why also wait, that's there's such a funny energy that people who don't act or like have ever auditioned. See, when I go in and I, I'm curious as to your energy, because you, I don't know where you're going to fall on this. Oh, God. I'm, I feel like I'm, I turn <sighs> into my worst self because I get um, so anxious. I'm yeah. like, I'm not good. Me as this is not good enough. So I have to go in and be like, hi, how are you? And I become this like uh, awful version of what I think is uh, acceptable. I don't know. I'm sure you're know. not as bad as you're saying. Although I would obviously, if you acted like that, I would be like dying laughing. Like, just so you know, for me, because I like know you, I would be on the floor. But when right. other actresses walk into that waiting room, cause this is what always makes me laugh. I'll walk into a room knowing my part. And it's always like plus sized women every time I know the exact person it's like, plus there's like more, you know, maybe a little more gruff or something kind of women sitting there. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, ha ha. Hi everyone. I'm so nice. You know, hi, I like sign my name in. And then people are like, wow, we, wow, like doing vocal exercises or running their lines and shit. And I'm going, are you trying to psych me up? Because newsflash, I'm not getting it. And you look like a fucking idiot. So like, what are you doing? No, I I totally freak out when people are in the waiting room and they're reciting lines themselves or like figuring out how they're going to act. Yes. Like, so if they have the piece of paper and like, no, David, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. Stop. And they're like having this whole thing. I'm just like, I'm sitting there on my phone. Like, should, should I be doing that? It's so awkward. See, that's, that's why I hate actors because they're fucking crazy. There's like no self-awareness. It's like you're in a room with other people. There's maybe five different auditions going on in this casting office. It's crazy. People are crazy. I, I like to go on these auditions. This all happened obviously before, you know, February, but I like to go just to be in the waiting room, like forget the job, forget the work. And weirdly, I think because I'm so relaxed about it, like I've actually gotten better at doing it just because I'm like, I literally, this could not mean less to me. Let's do it. If I get a great, if not great. Um, but watching other people care so much is like fascinating. It's, it's, it's the best. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, I mean, I, I am that person on and off. And then there are some times where I'll go on an audition. And I'm like, I am dead inside. Right. That. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's wild. There's a, they're like pockets of people, pockets of town that my friends and I call, uh, creepy leather jackets. Yes. Um, CLJs. Because creepy leather jackets. And it's, and it sort of goes back to, um, if you go to the North Hollywood area of Los Angeles, a lot of actors, that's where a lot of like the young people that come to LA, they're like, I'm going to do it. And they're actors and they all live in North Hollywood. And then they drive into town and work at the restaurants and then go back home and are like working so hard. But a lot of those, like 98% of the people that come to Los Angeles to become actors like it might not happen for them. So there's this like level, there's this sect of people in LA that I call creepy leather jackets, where it's like those guys that live in North Hollywood that have those really old nineties leather jackets. Then you go to their apartment and it's a futon and like a picture of Harvey Keitel or like, and, and, and they like love Batman. They love the dark Knight. It's like their favorite movie. And it's just, it's, I don't know. It's, It's, it totally creeps me out. I absolutely get it. There's also, I would, 
include in the CLJ category, creeper leather jackets, men who think they're Jeremy Renner. There's also that outside of that leather trench moment. There's also that collarless moto moment. Yes. Like quilted shoulders. And it's like guys who think this is cool and Uh think this gets them laid. So they've kind Uh of adopted that as their look, but it always like soul patch. There's just a vibe there. That's also like clueless straight guy, you know? Yes. Yeah. Very LA. Yeah. It's the clueless, it's the clueless actor straight guy in LA where it's like leather jackets. Cool. Right. You know, I leather jackets to me are just, um, I I I have about a hundred of them. Yeah. Little motos, little motos, you know? Yeah. I think for, for a guy, I, I don't think I've ever seen a leather jacket on a man that I liked. No, it can never look good. Even when like, I have like cropped cute ones, obviously with like dresses and stuff. But even when a man wears like that oversized, like acne moto, you know, that it just, it's so douchey. It's um, yeah. A man should not put on leather. Now I could see a man in like a nice, don't laugh at me. And maybe this is because I have like a Seinfeld fetish. I could see a man in a nice suede jacket. Maybe. Yes. Like a European man in suede. I'm not saying no. I think only Ryan Gosling. But you get it. It can work. I I do completely understand. It makes me feel good. Um, Absolutely. Let's talk about your TikTok stardom because you have really blown up, Caitlin, and it's really makes me feel good because you are so deserving of it. Wasp mom has become like, tell everyone. I mean, the wasp mom is like your thing now. That's your girl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's so weird how things catch on with the internet. It's crazy. Um, no, yeah. Wasp mom is like one of the characters I do from my wheelhouse. Oh God. And (laughs) that is our time. Caitlin, thank you so much. No, I'm kidding. Continue. Thank you so much. Um, no, it just like, I posted a video and it, and it like took fire and then you know, the internet is funny because it's like once you post a video and it gets popular, then then you could post dog shit afterwards and it'll still get good numbers. That's right. You know, that's my plan. Um, yeah. Dog shit account uh, just morning, noon and night. Hey, hey. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I posted like a video of just like a waspy white woman having like a a FaceTime conversation with a friend during quarantine. I just thought it was funny. I also grew up around a lot of those women and yeah, it sort of, it like took a life of its own. It's, I think it's like a pandemic fluke, to be honest. It's just, it's really wild. I don't necessarily agree with that. Have, have angry wasp women reached out? Have they, I imagine that they, for the most part are laughing, but I'll tell you that as a Jewish woman, it's always been my dream to be a wasp. Like, cause I just think they're so like, ugh, that's like, you know, Blonde, mm-hmm. thin, tennis, like that whole lifestyle, Greenwich, Connecticut. It just seems so appealing. And yet it's obviously horrible. So what's been the reaction from the WASP community? I, uh, the WASP community loves me and they think that I am also of them, but I am not. Right. Um, and it's, yeah, I know they love me. I, I feel like I've also triggered a lot of people. Like, I feel like a lot of people that uh, used to grow up in the WASP community that have now left, watch my videos. And I, I have so many comments where it's like, oh God, I like, I need to go back to therapy. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it like brings something out in people. And then someone was like, why do you only make videos of characters who are so unlikable? And I was like, well, because likable people aren't funny. Yeah. Well, that's like, you- I mean, is there one, is there yeah. one like 
famous comedic character that's super likable. Am I missing something? There are like SpongeBob is funny. He's likable. SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, Mostly kid stuff, I would guess. Um, No, even Miss Piggy is a real piece of shit. So I don't know. I'm trying to think if there is anything. No. Well, that's a funny thing. It's funny you say that because I feel like I've been really trying to like be a little more positive lately just with, you know, life and because everything is so horribly shitty that I think if I lean too far into it, I will just never find my way out. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I have to kind of keep high spirits. But that being said, as a comedian and as someone who every day is like commenting on pop culture and whatever else, I have to shit on stuff because otherwise not everything, but otherwise like where, what's, what is my job? Like I have to be able to criticize things, you know? So it's been kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's weirdly finding joy in criticism. That's beautiful. That's like almost my religion. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Joy in criticism. That's Judaism is finding joy in criticism. You've just now pinpointed my upbringing. Yeah. You would make such a fabulous um, like wife to a Jewish man. I'm not sure your boyfriend's story, but I feel I like would, I would love that more than anything. I mean, my, my boyfriend is, is not Jewish at all. Yeah. I wish he was. Is he a Nazi the way you just said that? No. <laughs> he is like not at all. <laughs> he's super white. Yeah. Um, no, he is. He's like the whitest boy alive, yeah. but he's not a Nazi. I That's think he's so Welsh. I don't oh. know. Some, they make some, some good looking some... guys up in Wales. I yeah. feel sexy, yeah. like confident. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I just feel like if a Jewish man brought you home to the parents, you're the like shiksa dream. You know what I'm saying? Like blonde little nose. Like I feel like you <laughs> like funny, sweet. Hey. <laughs> yeah. She has only one nostril. People can't see you right now, but a single this central one. On. Yeah. <laughs> it's at, my nose is actually this. It's just half. It's like yeah. a Looney Tunes tunnel. One half is Looney mm-hmm. Tunes and the other half is an airway. Yeah. Your video that you made of the girl doing her vows, it was like the girl that you hated in high school, right? Getting married. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Caitlin, I don't know how to explain to you that it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. How, <laughs> how do you even come up with these ideas like to, to film them? Um, I don't know. So I'm, I, do, I can't tell you, I'm kind of a crazy person in that I'll fall down these like rabbit holes of just like looking something up online like a kind of person or just like a world that I don't know. Do you take Adderall? Is that too personal a question? Oh, so I took a shit ton of Adderall in high school Mm. because I was diagnosed with ADD and then they put me on speed because that's basically what it is. Yeah, that is what it is. Baby cocaine, Um, I call it. Baby cocaine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was on baby cocaine for like two years and then it totally fucked up my system and now I'm just like, you know, know. I'm all, I'm all tweaked out, but, um, I've taken it like four times in my life. And the only reason why I asked you that is because every single time I've taken it, I, it doesn't matter what I have to do. I'll be like, Oh, I need to clean. And I have like spare three of them. I don't clean. I sit on the internet and I'll do deep dives on people who have wronged me. I will. Absolutely. And I can get everything I need to know. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I know everything about everyone that has wronged me. Oh God. I actually need to send you some names. I'm not kidding. I need you to do no. due diligence on my work. 100%. Yeah. I found out. I'm not going to say that. Please on say it off air. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Don't be like that. I literally can't. Like I literally, no. like I literally cannot. Like I literally am unable to look at my lips right now. Can you that. say it? And we'll edit it out. Like on my life. Just <laughs> no, say it, it's not, it. it's not like a famous person or anything, yeah. but I did something so cringy. 
that is so funny. Did you run someone's phone number in an app? Cause you can do that. No. Oh God. I Please just, say I'm going to, I'm going to out myself so fucking hard and it's so embarrassing. And I'm trying to like be mysterious and rise above and be better than before. What do you do? <laughs> Tell me I'm a piece of shit. I got to know. Do you want to hold it up on your phone and show me? Is it an app? Okay, fine. Fuck it. I'm so excited. So, okay, go. Uh, oh fuck. Okay. My ex-boyfriend, my last relationship broke my heart a couple years ago. It was awful. Um, we met on Tinder, so it was super gross. By the way, it's I've learned the hard way. It's one of the worst things to ever happen to the world. Go on. It Literally is. Literally the worst. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So I fell in love with this guy. You you pluck this person out of obscurity. that You have nothing in common. You have no idea what they're like in real life. There's no one backing them or no. vouching for them. Nothing. You, you fall into this relationship. Then you break up and it's like, it, it just, it's like it never happened. It's insane. It's an insane thing to do. I've had some of the worst experiences of my life because of Tinder. Some, some good ones yeah. too, like not all bad, but um, y- scarring for sure. So I totally get it. Okay. So what happened? I'm so excited. Did you so, get revenge? Cause I'm, I'm in the market right now for some light revenge on someone. And this would actually really, you would spiritually help me by sharing the story. No, it's like really creepy. I can't believe I'm sharing this. So excited. Okay. I what'd can't you do? believe. Just say it. Just uh, say it. I can't he's not going to listen to this, by the way. No, I know. But like my boyfriend will. <laughs> oh, he's fine. Well, he'll know not to fuck with you. Okay, go on. True. I didn't do anything bad. It's something creepy that I did to myself. So I um, found out through someone telling me that he uh, got married. And I was like, oh, oh, wow. I didn't. That's crazy. And I was obviously not in a space where it emotionally hurt me. Cause it, it, I'm, I'm not there, but, um, I, I came across from someone else, a mutual friend posting it on Facebook. I came across the, uh, live stream of his wedding at the wedding chapel in Vegas where he's getting married by Elvis. And no. I, watched, I watched every goddamn second of it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> actually, can I say something? I don't think that's creepy. <laughs> At I'm all. so creeped out by my, no, 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 like, no, I, you're normal. You are normal. I can't believe you're saying that because what you don't know is that before you came on the podcast, Dan and I went on a whole thing about how much I fucking hate Elvis. That's so crazy today. So it's random. That I hate Elvis also. Uh, the <laughs> most disgusting and all, even like West coast people. Ugh, it's just Elvis is not my lifestyle. So anyone who would get I like married. The music. I like the music and, exactly and I, I love, I, I like the music and I love Riley Kao. Um, so I will say that we are on the exact same wavelength about Elvis, like to down to the daughter, everybody, but, um, or granddaughter, whatever. But, um, that, what I was going to say is I don't think that's creepy at all because I have to be honest with you. My issue is that a lot of men these days, a lot of creepers have like no online presence. And so, and let me tell you something. I used to joke that it was a sign that a man is straight when he's like not on Instagram or not, you know, if he's not like super into social media, it's like, Oh, he's normal. I I actually, I actually think it's weird when maybe this is very sexist, but I think it's very weird when men are super involved in social media. I agree with that too. I I feel like that's a feminine thing. It's a self invo- it's a self involvement thing that I think women are allowed to get right. away with more than men and so when men do it yes. it does seem like strange that it's like fitness trainer like okay what what are you getting out right. of this like I right. as a woman who's needy for compliments and feeling pretty like I know why I do it I'm an absolute fucking monster by the way but mm-hmm. but I will tell you that in my experience don't trust that 
if you, if you have a guy who has literally no presence online, I'm telling you it's happened to me more than once. It will backfire on you. There is something shady happening there. Shitty and shady. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's in my opinion, in certain ways, a way for them to cheat, uh, because there's no paper trail. Like you can't, there's there's nothing. There's There's no, it's like you. And also I feel like the way that there's a lot to say about someone when you look at the way that they conduct themselves. Like you can tell a lot about a guy based off of the pictures that he posts on Instagram, mm-hmm. the sunglasses he wears and the shoes that he wears. Wait, can we just delve into this? Because I that's, cannot agree with you more. That's it. That's it. Shoes. I shoes. feel like, like any square toed shoe he's out. I yeah. do, uh, any, um, only running shoes out. You need more out. than a sneak. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a, an athletic shoe. Yeah. What are the other um, red flag shoes, Caitlin? Um, loafers. I feel like loafers with jeans. Yes. Fairies are starting to freak me out because starting to feel very like I hate women. I don't know why, but I I, I don't like fairies. It's, pr- it's very proud boys. That's why you don't like it. It's very yeah, tiki I, torch yes. protest. Yes. A hundred percent. I'm in agreement with you. Continue. Yeah. I don't like fairies. Um, I went back and forth with this. I do not like a man in flip flops. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Are we the same? Like, actually, <laughs> are, are you like, did I have you at nine? Are you not Swedish? <laughs> men in flip flops. Like no, a man in a, I don't want to see a man's feet. No, I, me neither. I years and years and years ago was dating a guy who was like in, he was like a nature person, meaning like for work, he worked with animals and stuff and a gorgeous looking guy, nice enough guy, foreign, which everything was like working. And he would show up. He had like real hobbit feet. He would show up in flip flops. I'm nauseous. I literally just had to swallow back something. Like I would say you have the most disgusting. And they were like very tan because he was always out. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't want to see your fucking dirty looking feet. With like the like the gross nails. And like oh my hair God. It's the knuckles so of the toe. Horrible. Like I I'm sorry. I can't. I it's, can't. You know, it's also in my opinion, a lack of real disrespect. I'm not joking. I think a man in flip flops is indicative of a lack of respect in so many other categories. I really mean that just of looking like shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to say so. Like you can do slides. Slides are fine for me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble agreeing with that. I'm having trouble agreeing. I think men doing like slides with socks in a sort of fashion statement way I can maybe deal with slide. Like, okay. Going to the pool. I'm not judging by the way on the beach. We're flip-flops. Like I'm saying to a restaurant, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh no, absolutely not. And what are the sunglasses wise? Obviously wraparounds, you're a Jew hater, you're all lives matter. Continue. Yeah. No sunglasses are sunglasses are huge. If you have bad taste in sunglasses, I think I already know everything about you. What are some warning signs for you? Sunglasses. In men? Sunglasses, sunglasses. like shape Um, to personality. Just like, uh, anything that sort of looks like it was like painted on. I, I don't know how to explain those sunglasses, but like the ones where it's like, it's, it's all one shape. Wrap like around shape, baby. Wrap that, around. that Oakley yeah. shit. That's some real yes. Trump shit. Yeah. Yes. Oakley shit. Um, I don't like aviators on a man. Now it I, depends. It depends. Uh, I know what but you mean. For the most part, I don't like wire sunglasses on a man. I don't. I, I'm not going to agree with you there. I think that you can get, I think a man can wear not those kind of slope shaped, which I don't, I just hate the shape of aviators personally, but I think a man can get like chic gold wireframe hipster, you know, kind of Brooklyn glasses that can look good. 
Okay. But I yeah, agree with you. True. A Wayfair is the way to go. Just a simple, mm-hmm. like a Ray-Ban or I, I, what if we were both like men should not wear sunglasses. You should literally just go <laughs> blind. <laughs> you can't win. No sunglasses, socks, boxers, and make me food. Oh my God. That is a porn right there. Like you just actually described like one of my fantasies. Like that's really exciting. Boxers and socks is a whole mood. Honestly, it's a whole mood. I should get back Um, on Tinder today. Uh, you should, I'm on it. It's it's so dark. You don't want to know. You literally don't want to know what's out there. Do not ever lose your boyfriend. I really, really hope I don't. I I told him, I said, if if you and I ever break up, I like, I'm done. (laughs) Can I say something? I don't even know him. But I can tell that you're happy and I'm telling you, don't fuck it up and make sure he doesn't either. You know, I really hope I don't. Yeah. Um, he's, he's like a grown ass man and, oh. uh, is he older than like, you? Like, yes, he's 40. Oh, love that for you so much. I know that's such a good age. That is 40 is chef's kiss. But see, that's mm-hmm. the thing. I'm 39. So the 40 year olds are dating 31 year olds. So now I'm going out with guys who are like 47. It's like, can I have. It's either like young, young, like 29 or like 49. There's no middle but ground. I think, I think the 50 year old bracket of men is good too. Like, I feel like there's like, they're like, they know what's up. Yeah. They it depends like on what they look like. Yeah. They definitely have their shit together for the most part, but that it's a real, it's a toss up really depends case by case for me because yeah. they can look younger and be hot and whatever else. But there's also like a lechiness there. I feel like 55 year old bachelor energy is like. Mm, I don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have, yeah. I don't know. And you watch housewives of New York. So you see the men that these women are dating. It is. So I haven't ventured into the other housewives. The only ones that I do is, and I, and I I have to do Atlanta. I have to do Potomac, but I only watch right now because I've been following it for years. And those, the only ones I've caught is New York and Beverly Hills. So I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I, in the same way, I don't watch Jersey and I don't watch Atlanta. Um, Atlanta for me just became so shouty at some point that I was just like, it's too, it became screaming. And in Jersey, I was like, not interested in the girls. I can't do Jersey. Not interested. Um, Beverly Hills, in my opinion, has really jumped the shark. I'm so not interested in these people. I'm sorry. Let's talk about it. Because I, I, this last season was fucking weird and insane. I didn't like, like, I didn't like it. It felt needy. It felt really needy to me this last season, except for Dorit, yeah. who's really come out the winner. Yeah. Denise, I feel like, cause don't they have a reputation Beverly Hills of like not really showing the real shit because they're all so consumed with the reputations and how they are perceived. So it's a, a lot of the, com- like a lot of the arguments are like surfaced. A lot of the problems are, you know, manufactured or hundred percent. And Denise, look, a lot of people come after Teddy for not having any business being there. Okay. Like she's never, Teddy's never offended me. I've never been like, get her off the screen. Like she's just kind of there. Every season has somebody like that. That's fine. Uh, I I liked her better than Tinsley, you know, and at least they served the same purpose in a way. But, um, it just felt like to wheel Brandy Glanville in to have her like, which I believe that what she's saying is true. I would actually believe it a hundred percent, but the way Brandy is so horrible to me that like to even just have to bring her in to like get her screen time. And then Denise, who has no business being there from the beginning, by the way, what yeah. is she doing there? The whole thing just felt, felt horrible to me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I enjoyed uh real housewives of New York. Way more. Oh my God. Well, season. Countess Luann mm. is my queen and I love her so much. And Leah, 
Leah is the best addition to Housewives I've like ever seen ever. I'm obsessed with her. I like Leah too. I think her sister, I have, I don't ever want to wrong her sister because the idea of her coming after me on Instagram will will keep me up forever because she's very like aggressive on the gram of like Leah's sister, the girl with the bangs who looks like Bjork or like looks like Icelandy or something. Um, Uh I like Leah too. Uh, You know, I know Luann. If you ever want to meet Luann, you know I'm your connection because she's... Girl, I mean, Luann. I think I just threw up. No, Luann is a friend. Actually, I, some gossip site recently called me a friend to the Roni franchise. And I was like, that's oh true. I was like, that's actually you true. You are. You are. <laughs> that really made me feel good. I was like, you could be friends in an episode. I would love to be the new Elise, like coming in and being like, you know, Why you, you know what you, you did. Housewives of New York. Well, I'm poor. Um, like if you thought that they were judging Lee, I have a nice apartment, but like, I don't want camera crews coming in here with Luann being like, Oh, cool knickknacks, you know, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> like right. nice etagere, you know? Yeah. Um, but the big news that I should share with you is that I went to Bluestone Manor two weeks ago, which I talked about last week on the podcast, but I went to Dorinda's house. Wait, is that for, Oh, I went to Dorinda's house. Stop it. And I know that we talked about it last week, listeners, so I'll keep it quick, but it was, I will just say it was so much more grand than I had actually imagined it to be. Like I knew it was obviously going to be very beautiful, but I think on camera, the lighting, it just loses something. It was truly a manner. It felt, I kept telling her it's like Downton Abbey. It was so beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you go to the fish room? You know, she renovated the house. So the fish room isn't there anymore, but no. I know, but I also didn't want to be like star fuckery like that. Like I don't totally. want to be like a fan. Be cool. Like I do this all the time. This is not new or cool for me. <laughs> I'm, I literally, I'm just, I just got back from Paris Hilton's house. I'm fine. Where's the bathroom? Do you have tap water? Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't want to, I didn't want to like come off as like, which obviously I'm such a fan of the show, but I didn't want to look gross. So I didn't ask, but um, totally. like, I didn't take any pictures, you know, I just kind of was like, I'm going to be so chill about this. It's like not a big deal. But then it was like having tequila with Dorinda. Like this is so, and she's actually really fun. You would like her best storyteller, the best storyteller. Uh, mm. I would, I, I don't know what I would do to sit down and have a drink with Luann and Dorinda. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do to have that happen. Listen, if, if her cabaret her. ever goes on tour again, and uh, I hope it will, because I actually think that it's just like a fun night out. Like it's a fun, it's a fun excuse to get it. drunk. That's what the Luann show is like. You want to get wasted with your girlfriends? It's like being invited to a bachelor party. Go nuts, you know? Yeah. And we went out in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania to the casino that we were performing at. Cause I was the comedian. Remember how she auditioned comedians this season? I was like, okay, I thought I was booked to do it. <laughs> I was oh like, gosh. no, but I was definitely for camera. Like I was not even remote. I, oh, right, 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 right. Can you imagine if they would have been like, hey, we're doing an episode. Come audition. I would be like, are you fucking psychotic? Like, I'm not going to stand up against these girls and be like, so uh, uh, the day I'm getting my uh, my eyebrows <laughs> waxed. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely not. Um, That's hilarious. But you would love, you would really have a good time with her. And she's like, uh. she picks men up anywhere she goes. She'll literally walk through. She'll put her arms out and they come to her. She is so hot. It's insane. Like her body, like she's a better body than I do. No, and I'm she's 30. I know. And, and she's like hot. <laughs> and Caitlin's hot. Um, and she's I'm hot. Like my height. And I would say weighs about, not an exaggeration, probably weighs half as much as I do. Or like, oh, I'm man. trying to think of what the, like three sixths, that's a half. I'm trying to think of what, um, four sixths. Like she probably weighs a good, no exaggeration. I'm doing the math right now in my head, 70 to 80 pounds less than I do. On that note, Caitlin, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. 
Thank um, you so much. This was so fun. And uh, I want to promote everything that you're up to. Well, why don't you promote it for the listener? What What do you want people to watch and do and see? Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have anything to promote. Oh my God. Um, right, right now I have a lot of stuff in like the works. Do I don't you? have anything to promote. Yeah. I, I are you, promote, are you going to have, are you going to be like a Sarah Cooper where, you know, I, what I hope for you. I don't I, have a Netflix special coming out. Sorry guys. Hold on. Not yet. And the, I'm, not yet. Not yet. I'm saying that as look how dead serious I am. I really mean it. I think you will have that. So um, I would say get in now before she becomes an asshole. Uh, Follow her on Instagram and Twitter. She's going to change. I already know. Your dad was on Passions. I still want to know. Did he ever bring props home from Passions? No, but there was one painting that they had of him that he did bring home. And it was like, we like kept it in the garage. That's so exciting to me. I can't. And he was like wearing like a silk robe and. It's just so fun. She was right now in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, They wrote an article called Quarantine Famous, The New Stars of Fall. Pop Sugar, Insider. It's just so funny. If you're on TikTok, follow her at Caitlin Hello, and that's Caitlin with the C. Um, But I hope that Grubhub driver um, really has some problems in life is what I'll end this podcast by saying. I just hope that like every orgasm he has is just sort of unsatisfying. Well, that's already happened. So you don't have to even think twice about that. Um, Caitlin, really, thank you so much for doing the show. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. It was fun. It's just like shooting the shit. Um, I'm Michelle yeah. Collins. Thank you guys so much for listening. I always tell people, if you like the podcast, share it with your friends, tell your family. You know, I, I never, I'm a horrible networker. So as a favor, make my life easy and just do it. Don't make me like beg you to tell people about this. If you want to leave a review, you can do that. Um, and you can also follow me online at Mish Call. I think across all, if you want to Venmo me, it's at Call Mish Maybe. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, you can do. Guys, thank you. Have a great week. And we will see you back here next week. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.